0: Looks like we're recording.
1: All right, welcome back to another episode of Girls with Fun.
2: Hey, hey, how are you?
1: Went all right. How are you doing?
2: Good. Excited
1: <laughs> for today. Yes, we have a- another fun episode for you. Please welcome our very special guest from Spring Day Events and DMV BTS events.
3: Woo! <laughs> Hey guys, welcome. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Thanks for having us. Thank you.
1: All right. Um, does anyone want to start with introducing themselves? Maybe we can start with Spring Day events first.
4: Sure. Okay. Sham, do you want to go first? Or? Yeah, I can go first. Um, so I'm from Spring Day Fence. My name is Shamima. I'm 26, and I'll be 20 soon, 27 very soon.
2: Happy early birthday.
4: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Um, and I'm Kim. I'm also in Spring Day events, and I'm. Being t- I'll be turning 25 soon, so more <laughs> birthdays coming up. Happy early birthday! <laughs> yeah. Thank you.
1: All right, DMV
5: BTS events. I can go first. Hi, I'm Katie. I am 28, but I'm turning 29 in 12 days. Whoa. Um, it feels very weird to be 29, but almost 29, I should say, but. We're happy to be here thank you for having us <laughs> i'm janella
6: from dm bts events and i'll be i'm 29 and i'm
7: turning 30 soon so
0: I'm
7: old terrible and i guess i'll, I'll do the last one uh hi i'm cecil thank you so much for having us we're so very excited about this um my birthday will be passed so um but i'll forever be 29
2: forever. <laughs> nice happy belated birthday kalea are <laughs> you completely surrounded by virgos right now is everyone <laughs> virgos no can't you see me
4: right here it's virgo season i'm ready. <laughs> sorry scorpio. it's gonna be libra season soon baby okay
7: i'm scorpio
1: virgo
2: nice yeah i'm loving the virgo representation right now yeah. yes
1: <laughs> happy birthday happy belated birthday <laughs> to everyone on the chat
0: thank you love it all
1: right I
2: guess we can introduce ourselves quickly as well um obviously you guys already know us but I am turning 31 in six days so fellow Virgo um Kalea do you want to share your age as well uh yes
1: 27 Aquarius february aquarius if that means anything
3: (laughs) (laughs) means a lot to me for sure (laughs) meaning i love them i love february aquarius
2: (laughs) that was really cryptic for a hot second um (laughs) so um obviously everyone here if you spend time running bts events um Obviously, I would assume you're BTS fans, right? I think that's a safe (laughs) assumption. I I hope. Yeah, questionable. I'm not sure.
5: (laughs) Never, never heard of them. Crazy. (laughs) That's that's,
2: yeah. They're kind of this obscure group. (laughs) I don't think you know who they are. Um, Anyway, (laughs) who is everyone's bias or biases if you have them? I know this wasn't yet on the list, but I'm gonna ask it now.
3: Um, I think we should ask my audience member that's right here. <laughs> <laughs> no one no one's gonna see, but um uh, Yoongi, do you wanna do you wanna answer for me real quick? Love it. He said it's see. Namjoon. It's- oh okay. <laughs> <It's so> cool. <laughs> Yungi knows.
4: <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> I can go next um I'm notorious for having multiple biases in every group and every time someone is like but what if you just pick one I'm like no 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 that's like asking to pick between your parents you just don't (laughs) so I'm triple biased I'm V, J-Hope, and Jin biased oh
5: awesome she's our strongest soldier in spring day as you can tell (laughs) (laughs) um for me I am OT7 always OT7 has my heart but Min Yoongi is holds a very special place in my heart.
2: <laughs> um,
5: I actually have a Mary Minyungi sign in my room. Oh, let <laughs> me um, get my... Yeah, let me go get <laughs> my... I made actual. it for one of our events. And I said, guys, yeah. I'm keeping this. And it yeah. is, um, yeah, just in my room. And um, I keep it hidden because if my parents find it, they're going to be like, what is wrong with you, Katie? <laughs>
7: <laughs> um, but yeah.
5: Katie, I think they found that
7: a long time ago. <laughs>
5: <laughs> well... <laughs> No, they haven't seen it. They've seen the merch. <laughs> haven't seen the Marami Yungi sign because they will actually be like, she needs help.
2: Um, <laughs> but yes,
5: Yoongi is my bias. Um, my bias line is Damgy though. I have, I have a very big heart for um, Namjoon as well. Um, fellow September baby, Yes, um, OT7 always. <laughs> um, I'll go next, I guess. Um, so my ultimate bias
6: is Jimin. Um, But my bias line is the Maknae line. So I'm forever being tortured and killed (laughs) by those three men. But, you know, OT7, they just take turns ruining my life and making me
2: scream all day. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't know if it was your audio or your voice, but your voice kind of shook right there. And it just added, (laughs) it just added a certain something. I was like, yeah, she's suffering. She's got evidence. (laughs) The air
6: just cut on, like in my room. So now it's just like blowing right on me. And
7: I'm shaking.
0: Sure.
7: Sure. Sure. You can say that. (laughs) Now for me, it's Jungkook. Like definitely Jungkook. And I love them all. Always being liked by someone else. But at the end of the day, it's always junk up.
2: Kalea, do you want to share yours for the sake of our introduction? <laughs>
7: yes,
1: I am soap bias. So sugar and J hope
2: Felt
3: that in my soul. He love soap. <laughs> soap soul is what I call myself.
2: They were soap mates. Oh, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I'm actually so happy to be in the presence of a fellow triple bias. I have like <laughs> some, cons- I was like double biased for so long. And then it was Me like, too. you need to be truthful with yourself about what the same. situation is. Oh my God, so, same. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I feel like sometimes people are like, when are you just going to say you're OT7? And be like, I am. But yeah, so <laughs> anyway, for the longest time, it was June and Jimin um and i was like Minnie Minnie. yeah <laughs> and i was like Yoongi's just my wrecker and then 2020 happened and i was like stop lying to yourself just stop lying so it's namjoon yoongi and jimin for me
4: i started off as a v-hope bias and then wings came along and i was like come on
3: <laughs> pass your admissions office come on now. Come let's on. Go.
2: get a full, my, my full go.
3: ride scholarship <laughs>
2: ride scholarship love that (laughs) triple vice university over here um Great, I guess we should get to the to some of the substantive questions, because I could be stuck here. I know we probably all could talking about our biases all day.
5: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> talk about it. BTS for hours introverted, but we willing to talk about BTS. <laughs> oh, right. My whole dissertation PhD. Yes. Feel Ooh, that deeply.
2: <laughs> yeah, feel that very deeply. Um, Kalea, do you want to take the next question?
1: Sure. So we have two different groups here, but I'd love to hear how you guys got started. How did you meet? How did you come up with the idea for the group? What inspired you to start it?
3: Sure, uh, you guys can go first. DMB.
6: Okay, um, so our group actually kind of started out as like a little joke. Um, we we have um, we had a group chat on Twitter because that's how we all pretty much met. So we were talking about how COVID really sucks because now the Soul Tour got canceled and we were all looking forward to actually meeting in person and stuff like that. And at around this time, I was just reconnecting with one of the other admins, Liz. Um, so I was just living through her Instagram stories when she kept going to all the tours. And I was like, "Wow, well, I wish I had more BTS friends because around that time, a lot of my friends were really just into reggaeton music. And so I was kind of forced to listen to reggaeton music, and I was a closet K-pop BTS hardcore listener at home. So when my friends would leave my car, it would go from reggaeton to straight up BTS right away. So when I got added to this group chat, that's where I met Cecile and a bunch of other members, and we were talking about how it would be really fun to do something for ARMY in the DMV area to kind of get over the sadness of the tour being canceled and everything like that. So we said, why don't we try doing cup sleeve events because we keep seeing people go to cup sleeve events in other countries, especially and like here in the US, it's really popular in like New York and California and stuff. So we thought, well, that's not really a popular thing in this area, so why don't we bring it around um here? And we kind of just looked all around twitter to see who was making cup sleeves because at that time we really had no idea what we were getting ourselves into we've never made a cup sleeve we didn't even know how to design or where to even get cup sleeves made so we found a girl on twitter who made cup sleeves and she was actually going around shipping her cup sleeve designs to different groups in this united states so we contacted her and then we found a boba shop in old town Alexandria that was one of our mutual friends who owned it and we asked her hey can we host a cup event and at first she kind of was just like what even is that and so we explained to her how in Korea and other places we um people come together and host events for k-pop idols to celebrate big moments in their lives or their birthdays and so she was down for it and we were all kind of just super excited just to get people together for one thing because that's The whole point of hosting these events is to bring everyone together. So we hosted our first event and I guess we kind of got hooked on bringing people together because we just saw how happy everyone was to have some form of BTS in their life, especially at the start of COVID because that's when we started. It was October of when the pandemic really just took a toll on life here in the States. So I guess that's pretty much our origin story. Um, Cecile can chime in because she's also one of like the OG members of the DMV BTS
7: group. Yeah, like, I mean, you explain it so well, you know? like we, it started off like we just wanted to do something fun. Uh, we didn't realize how much work it involved, to be honest. We wanted it blind a little bit, but it was so much fun. I mean, that's why even like two years later, we're still doing this. And like when we started putting out events, there was actually a few of the groups in the DMV who were also doing some, some kind of events. but I feel like Spring Day and us are the only one who still are doing it and consistently doing events, actually. So it's funny that we're both on this together tonight.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great. And um, with our origin story for spring day events, um, yeah, it was pretty, it's pretty similar to you guys in the way that like, where have we seen this ever really happen actively in the DMV area? Um, all of us actually know each other from college. We all went to um, George Mason University and um, we all kind of just knew one person And the other person just knew someone else. But we all like collectively knew of each other. We didn't know who each other was, but we knew we like existed (laughs) in the same um, kind of space. Um, So it actually started with um, me, or I'm sorry, me, Maddie, who was supposed to be here tonight, and also another admin called Nini, um, we all um, kind of had this collective idea because both Maddie and Nini have been to Korea <clears throat> for study abroad, and obviously that's where you know the origin of cup sleeve events basically started for BTS and any other K-pop uh, K-pop groups, um, and they've always had it in the back of their heads to just kind of bring this over to America. Um, So, I mean, what better chance to really get in your thoughts than a global pandemic when we're all just stuck inside? Um, So basically, they um, reached out to me knowing that I was really into graphic design um, and I like them didn't have anything else to do. So um, they basically just reached out to me. And from there, from the planning process in comes um, Shamima and our other admin Liz, um, who we were kind of in a BTS friend group as well. And I just thought that they would be really perfect um, to add in to the group. So yeah, pretty, pretty similar origins,
2: I would say. Um, and, you know, it just really grew from there. So I know how much work, as Kalea mentioned, I think before we started recording, I had started just doing casual meetups, not even cup sleeves, but just like army hang sessions, basically as part of like, I love BTS, the DMV chapter, I had done something similar in Pittsburgh um, a while back, but I know how intense those events were to organize. And I just feel like cup sleeves are really next level. Like, <laughs> I think it was um, Janella that mentioned, like, how do you even get a cup sleeve how how is it made all of that so uh, what are some like key things that you all are thinking about as you start to plan events i mean obviously they tend to coincide around birthdays but i'm sure there's a lot more to it than that like how far out do you guys have to start planning
3: (laughs) okay i'll go (laughs) so um basically as Yeah, so it's good that we have, um, you know, birthdays never change. So it's good to have those deadlines. Um, but usually, I would say for us, um, normally, I would say that we start planning about maybe two months to a month and a half before um, the expected time, um, we usually don't even have a date set for a cafe until um, we plan out all logistics and um, being able to together all the goodie bags and things like that that all comes first before even planning a date and after that um comes the actual date so um with all that collectively i would say that it takes about two months (laughs) before the actual before we actually start um before we actually have the event basically
2: there's
4: also a lot of having to visit multiple times because we have to like make a floor plan and then if we have to work with the shop itself if we want to make anything custom because there's a lot of like trial and error that goes into that so we have to do a lot of taste tests we have to do a lot of I guess like how we want the drink to look and all of that takes like multiple visits so we want to leave enough time to do that as well.
2: It didn't even occur to me that you have to plan the drinks, which is like obvious now that you say it, right? Oh, it's my
4: entire job.
2: (laughs) I mean, there's always like a customer special drink, you know, like Mm -hmm. some purple drink or some, you know, uh, but I, that thought never even crossed my
4: mind. (laughs) It's a big, it's a big thing. (laughs) It is a big thing. It's for the, sometimes we're like, we usually leave it up to the shop. We're like, oh, we can just like take some things off of your menu and like rename them. Or if you really want to make it special, you can make something like just for this event. And a lot of them will like jump at the chance to like try something new or to like push something that they're like, oh, a lot of people don't really know about this or we want to try this. So it works.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, I think I've seen, I think it was the one in Old Town that Janella was mentioning. They like made a drink for your event and now it's a regular drink.
5: <laughs> if if that's correct, mm-hmm, it's like a yeah. Jimin themed one. Yeah, yeah. And I know at Boba Pop too, where we had our soap event. Um, they also have that as a drink. And my brother like knows that I love BTS, and he's like, "Did you know that Boba Pop has like some like BTS drink?" I was like, "Yeah."
2: <laughs> <laughs> I tried it whenever I see that. What do you mean? <laughs> you're like, In you're fact, like, it wasn't me? <laughs> I helped to plan this. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's pretty cool because you're also like driving people to come to their shop as well even after the event is over with and you leave like a lasting impact on their Mm -hmm. shop right you can say like i did that
5: (laughs) yeah and i think like that's another big part of why we do these events too to support local businesses and i know a lot of businesses were impacted uh really badly during the pandemic right and they you know were not making as much money and you know um with these events we obviously talk to these owners and a lot of them have expressed a lot of gratitude just saying thank you for supporting our shop and um just hearing like the stories has always been you know it it reminds us that you know yes we're doing this for the BTS community but even just the community as a whole so it's really nice to know that we not only get to help you know the BTS community have something fun to do but you know in addition to that supporting local businesses and you know, kind of bringing up and coming businesses to blight and just kind of, yeah, you know, spreading awareness to like the different businesses and uh, um, shops that are in, in the DMV.
1: Yeah. The power of RB and BTS.
5: Yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Changed <laughs> in the world. One cup sleeve event at a time. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's that's a really cool way to, to look at it. We get ragged on so much for the silliest things, but, you know, yeah. like bringing light to um, small local businesses is is an awesome thing um, that we're doing inadvertently even but
4: yeah. <laughs> it's still pretty cool first mobile shops next to the world oh exactly yeah. <laughs> so, so
2: what oh go ahead
1: oh I was just going to ask about um, I guess I've kind of seen you guys evolve from doing things like you know just the cup sleeves to adding more things like um, the goodies like fans and, you know, key rings and all these other kind of things that you offer. How did that process kind of happen? Right? Like, was it that you realized you wanted to add more or how you went from, you know, um, things being free to things being like uh, you having to charge, which I'm sure you had to, cause you were probably doing some of this stuff like out of your own pockets or, you know, what was that process? Like, what was that evolution? Like,
3: I would say that it really killed me to charge people (laughs) in the beginning just because it just felt so good to be offering, um, you know, just tangible items for people to actually um, acquire through our events. But, you know, life (laughs) is just so expensive. And, um, you know, it just had to be something that we, you know, had to really swallow and Really note that you know all of the good all of the um the goodies that we would pu- we would be putting in would be you know somewhat useful um to armies if they wanted to bring them to concerts to you know bring them to school bring them to everyday life really so I think our evolution has really um taken into account um being well. Yeah, kind of, kind of being resourceful in the way that um, we've just been researching a lot of um, different items that we'd be able to offer to armies that could actually use them in our in their daily lives. Um, so I think that was a good motivation for us to actually push ourselves to um, design things that maybe not a lot of armies have really seen at cup sleeve events in Korea or you know in the West Coast or the East Coast. Um, and yeah, just being resourceful in that way was really really fun and it still continues to be fun because there's a lot of things out there (laughs) that um you never know that people might need
4: it's also sort of like putting ourselves in like the fan shoes like oh like what kind of stuff would be would we be really excited to get in like a goodie bag like like Kim said like stuff that people haven't really like seen before but also as much as it like pained us to like start charging people we also wanted to make sure that people felt it was worth it like yeah, sorry, we had to start charging you, but look at all this really cool, cute, unique stuff that you can like use in your everyday life.
1: Yeah, 100%. I feel like you get a lot of bang for your buck with the stuff that you guys (laughs) offer,
3: right? You offer a
1: lot in the goodie bags. Not like you're getting
3: just like one thing. Um, We try to make it well worth your money.
0: (laughs) Yeah,
1: and the price is like reasonable, right? You spend like 10, 15, maybe $20 and you get like all of this stuff. And you can even go on site and like go see vendors and get even more things. Like it's really like an entire mm. event, and it's like well worth the money that you're spending <laughs> to pay. Mm. A kid. Oh,
3: thank you for saying so. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always looking for reassurance in that way. I was really popped
6: off with this one. <laughs> exactly, that's what we all think. I guess I'm just gonna piggyback off of like what like Kim said earlier. It's like in the beginning, we really were paying everything out of pocket. I, for one, can attest to the bank statements (laughs) (laughs) and credit card statements um, in the beginning because, especially because we were new, we really wanted to make sure people stuck around and actually there was an actual interest in this before we charged. And, of course, like, we started this to bring joy and, like, create fun army experiences for everyone so the last thing we wanted to do was charge people but slowly we just saw how much money was actually going into events um every time an event happened we would look at how much we spent on decor on its own and then we saw how much cup sleeves were and then goodie bags and it was a lot of trial and error and I honestly don't even know how I ended up with Goody bags. I think it was just a random thing. Like for our first event, Jimin, they just asked the group, "Oh, hey, what do you guys think we should have?" And I said, "Well, if we have cup sleeves, I think we should just start off small, just to see what people like." So we just put together like a bunch of random like PCs and things like that, and gave those away. And then they're like, "Okay, so what do we do now? What <laughs> with the next event?" I was like, "Oh, we're gonna keep going. I have to think of everything." <laughs> um, so of course, like. group's input is really important to me and like you guys said we always think about how it would feel to be an attendee going to these events like what do you think you should be paying for i don't want to just give you a bunch of paper goods and then just be like okay thank you for paying ten dollars this is what you get and then we did slowly notice like wow we give out a lot of paper items we need more tangible things so we said okay for budget purposes, what is the next thing we can add to a goodie bag that's not gonna cause us to open another credit card account. (laughs) Um, So then we just kept thinking of new ideas and it's just like what spring day said, you just want to keep giving people what they want within a reasonable like budget. And I just think that personally, both of our groups With the goodie bags that we give out, we give out a good amount of stuff that's really worth everybody's money. And I think that's just because we genuinely care about what we're doing for Army in the area. And we're not just sitting here trying to make money off of people. Because at the end of the day, we don't keep any of that money. All that money goes right back to Army. Whatever you guys give us, we give right back to you. Because that's what's important to us. We're not in it for the money at all.
5: Yeah. And just to piggyback off of what Janela said, um, yeah, you know, we don't profit anything. We don't pocket any of the money. All the money that we collect from goodie bags goes directly back into future events. And I actually started out as an attendee, so I was not an OG admin. So I kind of came with a perspective of, I come with the perspective of both being an admin and a previous attendee. And um, I can confirm that goodie bags is one of my favorite things as an attendee. Um, I first heard about cups of events from my friend in California and over in California, they have tons of groups that do all types of events. And, you know, she would send me these, um, goodie bags because, you know, back then we didn't really have anything. Um, and I was like, Oh, like, this is super cool. Like I loved, you know, all the little goodies and then the gym and event that, um, DMV BTS events did. that was the first cup sleeve event that I've ever gone to. And, you know, I love the decor, I love the drinks, but like leaving there with goodies, I was like, oh, like, this is so nice. And, you know, um, as I continue to attend these events, I collected like more and more. So I have like a whole collection of things. I am kind of running out of space to be very honest because I do collect (laughs) BTS merch as well. So there's that, but, you know, I kind of look back on those things and they do bring a lot of joy. So, you know, it's nice to know that we can bring these types of goodie bags to our events and um, have things that the attendees will enjoy because, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, all the things that we're doing are for them, right? And for them to enjoy and to be able to um, leave us something, right, that is tangible and can remind them of, you know, the fun that they've had at the events.
2: That's awesome yeah the goodie bags are always exciting um and even just the events themselves like you mentioned the decor and kind of you know i i've been to some really beautiful cup sleeve events where the cafe doesn't or like the bubble tea place doesn't even look like the normal bubble tea place on (laughs) an average day right and that's so exciting and so special obviously the prep can take months as we were talking about what's it like to actually host the event what's it like day of are you guys having fun are you stressed like what's what's the vibe that day
3: Well, half and half, I feel, (laughs) just because, I mean, you know, all of us are, all. we always just want to do our best as much as possible for ARMY, and I mean, all of us, I'm pretty sure, in spring day at least, we're all overthinkers, so (laughs) we all tend to, you know, get ahead of ourselves sometimes, Um, but I think the thing that um, always brings me back to kind of reality and to enjoy the actual moment is that... um, the connections that you're making can really go a long way, I think. Um, and that goes for, you know, all, all of us admins as a team, we all, all, we always seem to get close together after every single event. But um, all of the, just all the people that come to our events, I love seeing all the connections that they make within, our, within themselves and with, with us as well. Um, so that kind of makes it all enjoyable at the very end um you know of course <laughs> there's moments where it's just like oh my god the balloon arch is falling girl like this is not mm-hmm. it but um you know all of that doesn't seem to matter because no one really makes a big deal out of it in the end I think that a lot of the, the guests that do come are just really grateful to have an experience like um like the things that we put on um just because again, it, it doesn't happen a lot here. It always happens in LA or in Korea or everywhere else in the world, but DC for some reason. Um, so I think that that gratefulness really does show um, to us and just calms us down. And we're just like, I the amount of times that me and Shamima go up to each other we're just like, did you see them? They're so cute. Oh my God, do you see your outfits? Like that that is their moment of bliss right there. Um, so yeah, <laughs> that's us on the day
4: of especially when we see people who they almost sort of like grow with us because there are people who came when we first started doing events they're like oh I just like moved to the area I don't really know anyone and then now they like come to our events with this like big group of friends that they met like through our events and it's always just so cute and heartwarming to see that they like met because of us because we us as like a group like we said have all gotten closer so everyone's making friends and
5: everyone's happy and it's so cute (laughs) Yeah. I think for us, uh, I would say a month to like, to the day of, it's like a lot of things that we, you know, we're planning and prepping and, you know, getting all the decor and like getting all the goodie bag stuff, trying to make sure everything comes on time. And, you know, on top of doing these events, you know, all of us work full time. So, you know, we have to really set, set time aside to plan these events and, um, I, for one, have lost sleep over these events, right? But willingly so, because, you know, like Spring had mentioned, um, it very much all goes back to putting these events on for the attendees. So, you know, there have been events where I am running on like three hours of sleep because I'm doing all these last minute things, but I see the the smiling faces of our attendees and I see, um, people talking to one another about BTS and um, talking about, oh my gosh, like we share the same bias, or you know, taking photos with another un- with one another, or you know, leaving with hints and have that having that be something that brings them joy. I think seeing the reactions that we get from the BTS community here, right, and to the attendees, like it's always it always makes it worth it. So I will always be more than happy to lose sleep, right? I'm always more than happy to spend uh, my extra time and in, in investing time and energy into bringing on these events because I know that um, as someone that used to be attendee, I always appreciated having a safe space where I could love BTS. I know um, being K-pop stands are not always easy, especially to the outside world. I think it's a very misunderstood community and Um, when you tell people that you're a K-pop stan, people kind of will judge you or be like, oh, like you're kind of weird. Right. Um, And I think for a lot of time, for a lot, for a lot of people, it's like, they ask K-pop stans, like why, like, I don't understand why you listen to music that you don't understand. Right. Or I don't understand like what, like why you're so invested in that. Right. And um, I'm Korean American. Right. So like, this is part of my culture. And even I get heat for listening to K-pop and I'm like, what the heck? Like, this is so weird. So, you know, being able to create a space where there is this unspoken understanding, right? Where it's like, I don't know you well, but I understand where you're coming from. And you can be yourself here. I think creating that kind of safe space is really why we do these events. So um, yes, there's a lot of planning and a lot of layers and a lot of parts that go into um, each event that we plan, but every step of the way is worth it because of the, again, the relationships that are formed, the um, memories that are made, and just, you know, all of the the good times that we're able to share, um, not only amongst admins, but, you know, with our attendees and Um, I know for me personally, I've had a chance to make a lot more friends, right? Not even just with the admins of, um, our cup sleeve group, but with, you know, army in the DMV and it's just, it's just really nice to have a space where I can scream over BTS and people being, people screaming with me instead of like looking at me, like I have five heads.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's another thing too. That's a really good point, Katie, that you make about just having just a safe space. just for me, I think one of my biggest fears coming out of college was making friends out of college because I mean, let's be real. We're all adults. We work nine to five and you you know, there's always those people that are going to be like, you can just put yourself out there, blah, blah, blah. It's not that easy. Okay, girl. Like it is really not. Um, so with that in mind, um, with me being in, I was really involved in a lot of extracurricular activities at GMU. Um, and, you know, when I graduated, that was like my biggest fear is just losing all of these opportunities to um, put myself out there and actually make friends. Um, so I think that's um, really offered a lot of armies again with if you're new to the area, or um, you've graduated, you've graduated college, and you're in the same boat as us where you don't have you genuinely don't feel like you have any time to make any friends um this is your time and this is your space to be able to do that um and what better way than with a bunch of people who will literally die for bts just like you will so
2: (laughs) yeah it's funny to hear you guys say this because part of the reason i was interested in starting the the like i love bts dmv group when i moved to dc in 2019 is because i had just finished grad school and i felt like I didn't have any friends and i was trying to like meet people from my like undergrad and grad institutions but the groups were like either not meeting frequently or i just like wasn't clicking with people Mm -hmm. and um you know i i started this group and met a ton of army and i agree there's something really special about like not having to explain your fandom to someone like i love my local friends too right (laughs) like wherever they may be which was not in dc at that time right? right but like yeah there's just something special about like knowing that we're all sharing the same baseline interest you know no pun intended but like bra- <laughs> right
4: <laughs> it's way easier than walking up to some stranger at a bar and be like oh man i hope we have something in common and i can hold a conversation with you <laughs> but i'm literally right.
3: throwing <laughs> no thank you <laughs> rather like than that. walking up
4: to someone at an event and be like hi who's like how did you get it so cute yeah
3: you can bond over the smallest things when it comes to k-pop like get over yourself
4: when did you jump into the abyss how deep are you exactly
1: (laughs) Uh, you you both have put on some like visually stunning events right and and there's like a lot of attention to detail you can just tell just being in the room or Mm -hmm. from the items you've received and things like that it's just beautiful really yeah. <laughs> it's hard to even put in words
3: <laughs> perfectionist things
1: like okay what do you guys do in your daily lives not necessarily asking for your careers but like are you guys graphic designers are you <laughs> are you event planners right like there's so much that goes into this how how hard was it for you to you know design some of these things or to come up with these ideas for events
4: I mean for me personally like my job has nothing to do with, like, any of my passions, so spring day was, like, for a way for me to, like, finally be, like, creative, and, like, put all these things that I'm, like, actually good at to use, because I love, like, details, I love, like, handcrafting things, I love, I guess, like, all the little, like, inside jokes that go into, like, curating these events that I'm, like, I want you to feel like you're in BTS world, come with me, let me take you on a journey, like, <laughs>
3: So show me, I'll show, I'll show you. you. <laughs> Yo, I'm Chungu right now. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, same with shamima um, my previous career, actually, I was in healthcare. Um nothing to do with BTS although they do be my medicine sometimes um, nothing to do with events um, I do graphic design on the side just as a freelance um, just as a freelance job um, and as I said with extracurriculars at GMU I <clears throat> did uh, plan you know a good amount of events but ju- not to the scale that we do for um, spring day events um, funny enough with me with healthcare, I actually ended up getting laid off during the pandemic funny enough um so that ended up kind of when I was when I joined spring day events and co-created and everything I was unemployed um so it kind of pushed me to actually find a passion project and it really did start off as a passion project I did not know that we were going to keep going um and I'm glad that we did but still I was not aware that that was going to be in my in my cards at the time um But yeah, basically, that kind of just pushed me towards, um, you know, this, this whole project, and it turned into a big old career change for me, because I actually got into grad school, which I'm, I'm actually attending grad school right now for um, tourism, hospitality and events management so it wasn't before, but it is now. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. um, yeah, spring day definitely helped me with that career change. So I'm super grateful for um, the experiences that this itself has brought me because it really um, changed my confidence in the way that I never thought it would. I didn't think that I was ever going to change my career just based on how I've been living my life for this long. Look at BTS, look at what they did for me.
5: So for me, when I'm not busy screaming about BTS, well, I mean, even even in my career, I still talk about BTS. Um, (laughs) I am a teacher, so I teach second grade. I just started my sixth year um, and my classroom theme, I kid you not, is BTS slash BT21. And my students just came in and they're like, I know they're thinking this lady is crazy. (laughs) And I'm like, yep, you guys are going to hear about BTS all year. Um, But, you know, I definitely have always enjoyed um, designing things, decorating. I'm really into like aesthetics and everything. Um, So, you know, I think being an admin for these events, it gives me a creative outlet, right? Um, And, you know, I am able to do it to a certain extent for work, but I think it's definitely something that I enjoy doing outside of like teaching and stuff. And I think Um, teaching in the midst of the pandemic, especially teaching elementary schoolers has been very uh, tasking and daunting and um, very stressful. And I think the events have kind of been that outlet for me. And um, I haven't really had any other experiences apart from like planning like little church vents here and there um, with like planning major events. But I think it's been, it's been a lot of fun for sure. And naturally I am um, not a planner to begin with. Like I am very like, so my Myers-Briggs is INFP. My P is like through the roof. Like, (laughs) you know, um, I am very spontaneous, very go with the flow. And I think, you know, being a part of DMV BTS events has pushed me to like, be more organized and and stick to timelines and things like that cuz i'm like i can i cannot procrastinate on this like i have to get this done and i think it's definitely helped build more of that organized side of me because naturally i'm just like whatever like i'll just do it on my own time um so i think um yeah the events have definitely been a lot of fun um bts for sure is a big outlet and something that brings me a lot of joy and comfort. And I think in that the events as well is, is another big outlet of joy and comfort. Um, and, you know, again, just being able to engage with other army and just like talk with them and everything. So, um, you know, being an admin in itself is, is definitely has been a lot of fun, but, you know, also being able to engage with our other armies too, has been great. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Oh, Katie what's it like being a go with the flow Virgo
5: that could not be me <laughs> oh my uh, that's a good question it's just you know I just it, it's a it's an hour hour by hour basis here so you now know what, I'm like, maybe I should be I should strive to be you <laughs> I need to let go of
3: that Virgo t-
5: that Virgo personality trait of mine yeah I yeah sometimes I'm like Katie you are gonna drive yourself crazy or <laughs> because you don't you have like zero organization skills. And I'm actually in grad school too. So I'm like, now I'm like, okay, Katie, you really need to be better about like deadlines. But again, for our events, we're really good about keeping our deadlines in my personal life. That's a work in progress. <laughs> one or the other,
3: one or the other. I'm with you on that. But, you know,
5: I think, I think, you know, it's great that the events again are an outlet, but it, it also pushes me to grow as a person and kind of build on my weaknesses as a person. Um, you know, a lot to thank BTS for, you know, this is all indirectly because of BTS. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> if you up a- your
4: organization, you're gonna drive me insane.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I can't let you do that. Sorry. <laughs> the gauntlet has been thrown down. But I'm also an INFP Virgo. Oh, I would hey. like to talk with you off the track about like organization, the Virgo stereotype of like super clean.
5: Not embodying that one personally, but my house is not (laughs) spotless. (laughs) I think the only thing in my life that is organized is my merch collection. Like my shell, like (laughs) my shelves are my life. Like Janella has come to my house and has seen it. Immaculate. She She calls it a local BTS museum. Yeah, she (laughs) calls it the BTS museum. And jokingly, we're like, what if we made an event where we go to Katie's house and people (laughs) can see all of the merch? And I'm just like... I don't, you know, if I like
2: should, taking I don't know if I should next to your bed.
5: <laughs> <laughs> like and so I also collect photo cards too um I just got real deep pandemic I was like BTS is is my outlet oh, and is helping me <laughs> um I collect OT7 as well so you know if if you ever want you know a podcast dedicated to collectors I am here for it like look, I (laughs) I just have them like oh my god you have them ready that's amazing no
7: just like (laughs) no that's nothing what you're looking at that is nothing (laughs) this is like the tip of the iceberg Very, yeah yeah.
5: this is just a fraction of
2: we definitely have to talk about this more because I call my collection a museum too and I've joked about like purchasing gloves so like when people touch it like they have like (laughs) the museum gloves you know but everything else is in shambles so people feeling also- this energy deeply <laughs> yeah.
4: people also in- call my collection a museum <laughs> Perfect. you have to use these special wipes before you touch anything
2: <laughs> yeah full body like spray down yeah. for hazmat you know exactly you
4: have like, the that- sanitizer thing on the doorway oh yeah oh, yes. <laughs>
1: That's a fantastic idea, Katie. And we will definitely credit you when we do that episode.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you met the museum, and we're
5: just like, okay, field trip to Katie's house right now. <laughs> yeah. Your parents are going to be like, why are all these people wearing purple coming to the house? I'll be like, it's for the media. <laughs> don't worry about it. Okay.
2: <laughs> That's amazing um I forget where we were before this right I think <laughs> oh we were talking about like the visual aspects of events um mm-hmm. are there any final thoughts on like the planning or should we should we move to the next question
6: I think all I have to say is I also went to Mason so shout out to my fellow Mason girls <gasps> um, <laughs> um so I was in uh FCA the Filipino organization me too, uh, Mason. hey um and I can definitely say my events that I helped throw back then compared to the events I do now those were absolute trash versus <laughs> what I do now I'm so sorry but the effort that I put into those I think because like for me I was like culture chair so mm-hmm, I was very big mm-hmm. on like teaching cultural dances and like hosting events where we cook Filipino food for 50 people and you guys come by and eat all this food and watch a Filipino movie or um, just hang out with hang out with us. So there wasn't really any big planning. You just really had to book a room and tell people where to show up with flyers. So now that I do DMV BTS events, I find that I am more creative and I have a lot more opinions on what goes into um, our events. And mm-hmm. like, um, I work in healthcare but on the HR side, but my job is not creative at all. I think the only reason my job gets creative now is because a lot of my coworkers know that I host BTS events. And so when people need a balloon garland for something, they're like, hey, Janella, can you make a garland for this event? We'll just buy all the balloons and you could just stay four hours after your shift is over to blow up all these balloons and put it all together. Do oh. I get creative? No. I don't get paid for any of that but you know at the end of the day I'm like at least I get to do something I'm actually interested in
3: oh girl you are a strong one <laughs> that is a hard <laughs> no for me sister
4: it Jeez. is the way we hate balloon garlic. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, yeah I that's
3: another that. visual thing that I guess yeah. the, balloon the side of it
4: we're just like we despise
3: balloons we despise <sighs> so much. Oh my God. We all
4: have nails and we're like, all right, who doesn't have nails? So you yeah. can tie the balloons. <laughs> That's no, so funny.
3: No,
5: It's so funny that you mentioned nails because at our soap event this past year, um, I was in charge of making the balloon garland and mm. I love decorating and I love, you know, um, you know, making spaces look pretty, but balloon garlands, man, those,
3: mm, Oh my God. That's, Give us a handshake on that one. makes me want to cry. <laughs> I'll um, take a lot time, the effort,
5: the danger, <laughs> you know? And I was like, all right, we're going to make a balloon garland. And you know, this is, I'm going to take a stab at it because one <laughs> of our other admins, Liz, she is like the balloon garland queen. She makes those balloon garlands so fast. And I just look at her and I'm like, wow, like you are incredible. So, you know, I, you know, tried to do the balloon garland for a soap event, and you know, I made the mistake of having press-on nails, right? Mm-mm. And I'm like tying balloons, right? <laughs> and like, I'm like, where are six of them? One falls off. I'm like, okay, like let me put it to the side, and then I'm like, okay, tying more balloons, and another one falls off, and I was like, you know what? Whatever. And they just start <laughs> flying off, and one of her other admins, Caroline, she goes, she goes, um, did anyone? <laughs> lose a nail. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, you know, she's going to genealogy. I was like, no, that's not mine. Right. Um, actually and then I should check
6: my hand first. I was like, wait, <laughs> yeah, is that my nail? And I, I was like, no, I don't have black nails. I know whose nail that is.
5: <laughs> yeah. And then she comes to me and she's like, Katie, is this yours? And I'm like, yeah. And, you know, I was so busy making this balloon garland that I didn't even pay attention to like my nails or anything. And I looked down and they're like all off. And I'm just like, <laughs> all right. Mm-hmm. Note to self, get acrylics before the events. If I'm doing balloon garland so that my nails don't fly off.
3: <laughs> it takes a village. It takes a village for a balloon garland. Let me tell you. We <laughs> literally
4: like... make like an assembly line. We're like, okay, you blow the balloon. You're going to tie the balloon and then you're going to put it into the little string thing. We have like three as people you're just cringing. looking. <laughs> as you're cringing through the entire process, because I you're afraid it. that
6: balloon's going to pop in your face. Yes, <laughs> correct.
3: The danger. See? Yeah. The danger we put it, put ourselves in, you know, guys, like or, a sacrifice we willing my, to make. that my
5: natural nail is just going to like snap off and I'll just cry because I can't put that back on. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you know, we make so many balloon garlands that, so there was one time when my friend um, asked me and another friend to help decorate for her baby shower. And, you know, we were asking her like, what kind of decorations do you want? And she was like, oh, and I want a balloon garland. And when I heard balloon garland, I was like, ugh. <laughs> nightmares and i'm just like okay we'll do a balloon garland for you and inside i'm like internally crying and i'm like please i need
3: a team now
6: (laughs) i want a nice banner instead Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) well thank you for your service i will look at the balloon garland in the future and salute you for
3: all that you do oh my god the spring day soldiers and the
2: bts soldiers strongest
4: soldiers
3: all
2: the things we do. Aside from the seemingly universal hatred of balloon gardens, which I now understand way better than I ever did, what are like some of the hardest parts of having cup sleeve events? Being tall enough to hang
7: decorations.
5: <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely I mean, We're short. Sure, yeah, we're, we're all like, vertically yeah. challenged. DMV oh BTS God. events, we love BTS, but we're all we're short. Sure. We're all tiny. We're sure. Like even yeah, with ladders. Our tallest.
3: Yeah. So funny because yeah. jumping off of that. Yeah. I, I guess we have a group full of short people, but I am the tallest one, but even then I'm still not that tall. So I'm like the designated tall girl, but am I really, it's kind of like that. You're the tallest that's, a phys- that. That's, a, that's a physical, that's a physical problem. Um, but I guess the challenges that came to mind when I um, think about hosting events and stuff is just like you know, there's a lot of demand still that come from ARMY and from other fans of the DMV. And of course, we want to get to all of them. But again, just being able to set some boundaries, I guess, um, as a group being, you know, voluntary, first of all, um, not being not making any profit. Um, I think a lot of um, guests not to, you know, not to, um you know, invalidate the requests. And of course we want to get to everyone's, um, you know, needs and wishes. Um, however, yeah, there's a lot of boundaries that we do need to set as a group. And I feel like it pains us inside because (laughs) we want to go above and beyond all the time. Um, but there's just some, you know, there's, there's some events that we still aren't able to do just based on where we are in the DMV. So location does really matter. I guess, um, we're not as, abundant in cafes or cute little like areas that we can host events um, as you know somewhere as LA or Korea or New York we don't have a lot of that cafe culture here Um, it's not like we can I mean like if Joe Biden wants to call me and we can set up a BTS party at the White House like Mm -hmm. let me know however (laughs) we can't do that so um, yeah just being able to not fulfill the things that maybe we had planned at the in in the beginning and it just doesn't really end up working out um that really pains us (laughs) to to a lot just to an extent
7: I it's a bit of that too we we don't have enough time it's so it's increasingly difficult um I mean when the pandemic had just happened like we're also stuck at home but now with the time even though the pandemic is still ongoing but we're like so busy. I mean, we're all like have full-time jobs and also side businesses and what else? And it's to be able to even pinpoint a date that works for all the admins. And that's, in my opinion, I don't know if Jenna and Katie agrees, but that's finding the time to do those. We have and everything, but we just don't necessarily have a time to execute them. Mm-hmm
5: yeah, I think time is always our biggest enemy. You know, we have a lot of big ideas and things that we want to do for Army right in the DMV, but, you know, we also have like jobs and families and other things to attend to. And I think sometimes it can be really challenging to find dates where we're all available to do things and things like that. Um, I think Cecile again makes a good point with um how the pandemic we had a lot more time, right? because people were at home or working from home, but now, things are really picking back up and we're entering the most normalcy that we've had in two and a half years. So time is definitely always challenging, right? And um, being able to find the time to adequately like plan for these things too, because we don't want to just say we're going to have an event and not invest like enough time and energy. Because um, I know for a fact that our group really prides herself in trying to do these events as best as possible, right? With um, a lot of thought and a lot of care in every aspect of the event. And I think, you know, sometimes, yeah, just finding the time to do so is is difficult. And I think, you know, with the events itself, there are a lot of moving pieces to it. I think it's not just like goodie bags and finding a place, but, you know, it's a matter of figuring out, you know, when are we going to meet to plan? Like who is going to design this? Who's going to order this? um, you know, day of setup, what time are you going to get there? Are we going to have volunteers? Just a lot of questions that kind of have to be asked, um, as we're planning an event. So there are a lot of moving pieces and I think, um, you know, making sure that we're checking off all those boxes and that we are, you know, doing the best that we can with those things, right. Is definitely, can definitely be challenging and tiring, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I fully agree that that time is definitely you know something that is a challenge.
0: What would you say um, is your favorite parts about hosting events? Um, definitely just
6: seeing the reaction of on the faces of our attendees. Because it's really, um, I'm not trying to get emotional, but it's very, okay. It is actually a very emotional thing to see people who've been there since day one come back and then they say all these great things about everything you put together. And it really does like what Kim said earlier, it really just makes everything so worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, like I think planning an event or like the week leading up to, event, to an event is similar to the stress and like that overwhelmed feeling you have when you're studying for finals, where it's like <laughs> you're super stressed and you just want to get everything done, but you're also kind of excited leading up to the moment because you're like, okay, once I take this final, it's done. I don't have to worry about it anymore. And then it's so fulfilled, fulfilling after the fact. To know that oh I got a good grade and it's kind of like that's how it is with events is seeing the reaction on people's faces and hearing what feedback they have about your decor or the stuff that you offered or like even like our most recent event okay. where, like we incorporated activities into our events so it's not just like you come in and then you leave and you get your cups leave and then you leave it's like oh come hang out and actually talk with the admins talk with the people around you so you're not just sitting here collecting items that we give you and just drinking all the boba tea you want and then leaving. (laughs) Because at the end of the day, we all did this to create an experience. So I think that's like the best thing about hosting these events is just constantly building these new experiences for ARMY in our own way. Because like I can definitely, I think Spring Day can agree, Like our events are not exactly the same. Like we have similarities because we do have cups, sleeves, goodie bags, and we do all this behind the scenes work. But at the end of the day, we're different groups of people, but we all are here for one mission. And that is to create memories with ARMY. So that's the best thing about hosting events.
3: Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, And on top of that as well, I mean, I've I've been an army since 2013, so is Shimima. And in a way, it kind of feels like we're giving back to BTS a little bit. Um, just to kind of thank them for everything that they've done for us and like make those connections and we continue those connections just worldwide globally and locally too. Um, so and I, I think this really came to light just the impact of you know different armies around the world. Um, when Spring Day did our anniversary project in DC, um, we actually launched a campaign for um, BTS's ninth anniversary. We had um, just a billboard project happen in DC. And again, that usually only happens in LA and New York because they have the resources to do it. DC has one billboard (laughs) and we were able to, you know, we were able to execute that project because of Army and because of BTS um, establishing that connection in the first place. So I mean, it is a long shot for BTS to ever see what we're doing, but I feel like it doesn't really matter um, because I feel like they already know the impact that they make on us, and you know it we don't need affirmation from them to to give back to them basically so yeah, that's another thing that I really love about these cup sleeve events is that um, we're giving back to Army as Army ourselves, and we're also giving back to BTS as well. You hear that, Yungi? <laughs>
2: your two live audience member is, I feel like, are very pleased. Right now. <laughs> yeah, not two- to put words in their mouths. Oh, but- thank you. Yeah, I heard you.
1: <laughs> Speaking of your billboard, you guys have done non-cup sleeve events. Um. Could you tell us more about, you know, some of those events that you put on and what's what's it like um, putting on those events compared to putting on Cub Sleep events?
4: where you can go. Okay. <laughs> um, so I think for us, it all started off with, I guess, the block itself. We were like, oh, there is like a mobile place, but what about this cool space that sort of turns into like, A party place like at night and we wanted to take advantage of the bar and one of my very good friends was actually a bartender there and when we were working with him to like come up with all the drinks and everything. um, It's very similar to a cup sleeve event in that sense, but I think for those it's a little bit more low maintenance because we don't have to decorate as much because people aren't coming as much for like the decor they're coming to like party and enjoy and have fun and I guess enjoy a 21 plus. BTS event. And also um, we don't have to worry about like giving up goodies. We don't have to worry about like checking in people. So it's like low maintenance in that sense. But we put just as much work into making sure the event is as immersive and inclusive and like fun as possible for like the older armies in the area to like come and make friends as well.
1: I will say that pre-pandemic we had Bebe and that like totally got shut down so anytime you guys host armies after dark i'm like heck yes <laughs> <laughs> because oh i really thought that that was gonna die with the pandemic so thank you for having that idea <laughs> you
3: mentioned and that opened I up know. an entire part of my brain i used that i go- forgot existed yes <laughs> I used to go- Oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> Maybe that's what was in the back of my head when we were planning Maybe. these, honestly. Honestly, see, that's, it just, it's a domino effect, really. We just get inspired by everyone.
4: It's also just so fun that we were like, oh, let's try this out. But then after we did the first one, people were like, okay, when's the next one? I was like, oh, you want more? <laughs> we'll like, give you more. Again. Do it again. <laughs>
2: and we'll do it again. Player <laughs> might be behind like five of those accounts being like, when, when. <laughs>
4: the night after, it. the morning after she's like anyways when's the next one seriously and i appreciate it <laughs> the fans would like to know the fans being me and my five other accounts <laughs> i'm always checking no. in
1: like so when's the next army after
0: dark
4: like,
0: yeah.
4: we'll just tell you there's always another one of the works always <laughs> always, <laughs> always. <laughs> we don't stop
2: literal music to your ears kalea <laughs> beautiful um What is, I mean, obviously Kalei is a big fan of Army After Dark. What are you guys' favorite events that you've ever hosted? um, Or one that lives in your memory, like, as being extra special?
3: Hmm. DMV can go first. I'm going to think. (laughs) I'm going to think on it. (laughs) I'm really sitting here thinking about it.
5: Right? Yeah, just the roster. I can go. Mm -hmm. I think the first event and then the latest event and I'll explain why. So the first event um, was special, very special for me personally, because obviously it was like the first cup sleeve event that I've ever gone to, but um, that was really my first time engaging with army um, because I started standing BTS April of 2020, right? Like right when the pandemic hit. So clearly I was not seeing people or wasn't able to see my friends. So um, you know, having a space where I could enjoy BTS, right, with other people, and granted, you know, I went by myself to that event, which is totally fine, I, I'm okay with doing things myself, right, um, but just seeing a space where there's just, like, in everywhere, and, you know, being able to get these, get a goodie bag, and take photos, and all that stuff, like, it was very comforting to me, in, in a time period that was filled with so much uncertainty, um, so I think, you know, that first event will always stick with me and will always be a very fond memory. Um, and then I also think the latest event that we did, so it was like an army BTS, army forever BTS forever event. So like which is like, you know, short for that. And, you know, the admins had talked and, you know, we wanted to do more than just, you know, give them a cup sleeve and have, you know a photo photo area, but really offer activities and things that people could um, sit and do and enjoy. Um, because I know for some people, it can, can be very intimidating to strike a conversation with someone that you don't know. Um, I know for me, as an introvert, like that is something that I uh, am not really able to do, right? Minus at our events, right? I could go to anyone and be like, oh my gosh, like, who's your bias, right? But at, in any other circumstance or any other um, situation, I would not be able to do that. And we wanted to give the you know give people the opportunity to do other things and you know I know earlier we had talked about how planning these events and making goodie bags is kind of a creative outlet for us and we wanted to offer a creative outlet for other people too so at our last event we had bracelet making we had um, canvas painting it was really cool to see um, just the talent that DMV Army has with painting. I personally cannot paint for my life. Um, but just seeing, you know, people um, express themselves in that way was really awesome. And we also had Army bomb decorating. And, um, you know, as people were doing these activities, you know, the admins noticed that um, a lot of people strike conversations and we're having like hour, two hour long conversations. We're just like looking like, oh my gosh, like that's so cute. Like we're so happy that, you know, um. Yes, that people can come and take photos and get a cup sleeve, but they can also, you know, sit and um, enjoy activities and things like that. So I think uh, those two in my mind are, are my favorite, but I think each event has brings something very unique and very special. And there's definitely something special that sticks with me as I think about each event.
7: For me, it was our very first event uh, as a group. So many trials and errors. And again, we weren't definitely a bit blind, but we still heard the beautiful events with armies coming. And for us at that time to take a step back and be like, oh my gosh!" like we, we did manage to do this, to have armies coming because at first we didn't even know if anybody would want to show up. Uh, So for me, that definitely is special because that got us starting and we're like, you know, we can do this and we can make other armies happy and get to know each other. So for me, that was that one.
0: Um, Well, I feel like Katie and Cecile pretty much covered all the bases,
6: but I think the reason why the last event was right like right now my favorite is because leading up to this event it was very questionable if we were actually going to keep doing events um just because like we've all talked about we all work nine to five jobs and time is not on our side and a lot of us we just have a lot of stuff going on so it was very hard to even come together and figure out like Where are we going to do this? When are we going to do this? How are we going to do this? Because we don't have the manpower we used to have. Um, So I think that's why this last event is my favorite because it just shows from like how far we've come and it kind of solidifies that we can really come together for one cause. And even if we're tired and we just want to sleep and we have all this other personal things going on. It's really nice to see that um, at the end of the day, BTS really does provide that space for everybody to just be happy. Even if it just gives you just that small little break you need from everything you're dealing with um, in the outside world. So I think that's like the main reason why this last event was one of my favorites.
3: So cute you guys are so cute i was gonna say something sentimental as well however i think to be honest my favorite event from spring day events was actually our skating event <laughs> it's our uh, our roller skating event just because um well for for one thing um i love roller skating it's one of my favorite things ever but um i i think it was really cute just to see everyone being silly um at this k-pop at this k-pop skate night and I think it's just something really different that not a a lot of people knew that there was actually a a roller skating rink in the DMV. I mean, granted, it was really far. It was like, it's in Manassas and it's really far. However, um, I think it was really touching to actually see people make the drive (laughs) over to Manassas. And given a lot of people, um, you know, are from Maryland or from Northern Virginia, way farther away from Manassas. um, I think it was really cute just to see everyone just really have just indulge in the good vibes even if they didn't know how to roller skate they still came out and rented skates and you know they still gave it a try and people still ended up really loving the just really loving the concept of it um And yeah, just because when else are you going to roller skate to Cat and Dog by TXT? I don't know. (laughs) Like, I don't know when that's going to happen next. So I think it was um, my favorite just because it was really unique for the area, unique for the people that were coming. And the people that did come and did know how to roller skate, they would tell me like, I've been waiting for something like this. And I think that was like a little, like really exciting moment for me just to hear that I was catering to people's like needs, even if they didn't ask for it. I think that um, just hearing that was really affirming for me and I ended up making other roller skating friends. So Mm -hmm. this is, yeah, it was really, really fun planning that one. Shamima, I can guess what your favorite one is. (laughs) Oh, really? Which one? (laughs) I'm going to guess that it was our Namkukman one from last year. Am I correct?
4: Aesthetically, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I have a little bit more of a sentimental answer. Okay. Okay. So, two answers technically. One being, I feel like every new event that we do ends up becoming my favorite just because, (laughs) just because like so much work goes into it. And I feel like we learn so much from each one that we do. It's like, oh my gosh, how are we going to top ourselves this time? Like, whatever didn't work last time, we're going to make it work this time. Or like, anytime we do something like non-cup sleeve, like um, how we have like our tattoo flash event, just like things that we're like venturing outside and be like, oh, you've never seen this before. Let us give it to you sort of thing. So I feel like that's really exciting for me. But then my less sentimental answer a little bit is probably Army After Dark only because I feel like us as admins we get to enjoy it a little bit more because we don't actually have to be like checking people in and like actually working the event and as like me being like an introvert like it's so hard for me to just like sit behind a table and like try to make conversation with people that way but with a little bit of alcohol in me I'll (laughs) walk up to I'll walk up to like anyone and I'm like we're best friends now like (laughs) follow me on Instagram like let me see you at like the next event and then just like people being like oh my gosh I've been like waiting for this event I'm like oh my gosh me too like (laughs) it was (laughs) because of like what I said like earlier where it's just sort of like you could walk up to like some random person at a bar and like hope you have something in common but you come to army after dark and you're like you know on your little alcohol hide and you're like oh my gosh you're so cute who's your bias this this and that and it's just like Helpful for me as like an introvert and like a graduated adult trying to make friends now.
2: That answer so fun, like all introverts <laughs> until the alcohol is flowing, and then like, I know. the wholesome like drunk girl bathroom conversation. Oh, like, for you're real? cute!
3: No, you're cute. Like, and imagine that <laughs> when you're dressed as Chewy
2: from Alcohol Free. <laughs> <laughs> that was her. That was her. At the last one. So. <laughs> Do you guys have any advice for someone who's thinking about starting to host events, specifically cupsleeve leave or otherwise? I mean, obviously we've hosted many event in our day, but f- you know, always, like you said, you learn something new, um, every time, but for someone who's just starting out, what would you recommend? Or do you have something you wish you knew when you started? Don't do
6: it. Just kidding.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. Run do away!
4: It. Run while you can. Oh my! I
2: mean, um, I, I kind of mean it.
4: We're going
6: to be making balloon garlands forever. Oh don't my
2: god! Yes. <laughs> Stay away from balloons. We might have to call this episode "Balloon Garlands" or something. <laughs> <know>. <laughs> girls, seriously? Right. Oh my uh, gosh The B- uh, BTS is for we'll balloon so yeah most seriously
7: uh my advice is keep pretty really good records of everything for tax purposes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: I think I would say do your research because a lot of research has to go into like the venues and like the areas and also just like everything that you need to like make the goodies and make sure that they're made well and arrive to you in time um also I think if you're going to start it you need a good like committed team because yeah. yeah like I'm sure like as like a smaller team we like have our struggles and stuff but we still have like a good solid team that like knows how to work with each other so if there's ever people who are like maybe not as committed, just like stories we've heard from like other groups of people struggling with things like that. I think that's just something really important if you're going to like start it, that like everyone is like in it and -hmm. committed to like, you know, teamwork makes the dream work.
5: Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would agree. I think that was what I was going to share too as well. Just making sure that you are starting it with a committed team. And um, I think even having... A team that you have relationships with like ex- pre-existing relationships with. Mm-hmm. because I yes. know for spring day like you guys have expressed that you were friends before and you know the admins for DMV BTS events were friends before and I think that really is why the teams are so strong right because we have we're friends outside of these events and I think um you know these events can be stressful right and again they are they there's a lot that comes with making these events right and if you're not able to get along um that's just going to affect your event as a whole and, and having no cohesion or no unity is really gonna um hurt you and kind of be your downfall so I, I definitely agree that having a committed um passionate team to right so making sure that you're working with people that are just as passionate um and I think um another word of advice is just showing yourself grace I think a lot of times mm-hmm. Um, I know for me, I am my own harshest critic, right? I am very hard on myself. And if there's ever a mistake that I make, I'm like, dang it, Katie, like, why didn't you like think about it differently? Or why didn't you go about it differently? And I think um, in that, like, when I help out with these events too, sometimes I feel that way, right? Where I'm like, dang it, the balloon girl, it's not perfect. Or like, (laughs)
2: like,
5: darn, like, you know, it's not looking the way that um, I hope for, right? But you know, kind of understanding that, you know, it's okay, right? It's really, again, for ARMY to enjoy, right? And and they're not going to look at the balloon garland and be like, it's not perfect. It's not symmetrical, you know, and kind of understanding like, yeah, you know, it's okay to, to make mistakes, right? It's okay to not have everything down right away because it is a whole process, right? Both groups have been doing this for over a year now. And I think we both, both groups can confidently say that, where we started to where we are now, right, we've grown drastically, right, we've learned so much from it. So I think just, you know, if you're trying to plan these events, um, it is a lot, and it's okay, right, if if not everything is perfect, right, that's not what we're aiming for, we're not aiming for perfection, but we're, um, you know, aiming to make these events fun for Army, right, and that's really what matters at the end of it all. So I think just making sure that you're showing yourself grace, um, you know, if you're like me and are very critical about the balloon garlands that you make. <laughs> because I, Janella can tell you, I was like, Janella, the balloon garlands like falling. Or like, Janella, it's like not perfect. And she's like, Katie, no. And she's like, no, Katie, like it looks great. And I'm like, okay, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. everything's great.
3: <laughs> <laughs> There's such an overarching theme here. It's just the ha, hatred ha, for balloons. Ha, <laughs> ha, ha, <laughs> <it's> overarching. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> I meant that.
6: Just title this Overthinkers and Balloon Garlands.
3: <laughs> yes, because for honestly, and
2: over-archers. That's really that's,
3: that's, that's what, what it, it really is. is. Guys, yeah. we got your marketing down. Don't worry. <laughs> um,
2: the worst part is like trying to write the description after. I'm like, I don't know. Just listen to the episode. <laughs> <laughs> listen to it, please. So, so, I already have the name. That's one less thing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Um, but just to end that question off, um I Completely agree with Katie. I, she basically summed up everything I was going to say, because I mean, the last thing that you want to do is be burnt out over something that you're passionate about. Like that's not, it's, it's inevitable, of course, like burnout happens whenever, like, you know, this is something that's, this is something that's going to be on top of your other responsibilities, but you really need to, um, just keep in mind that you can take your time and you can be patient with whatever process you are trying to tackle, um, And, you know, a lot of the events, they do require, you know, a good amount of waiting, whether it means like waiting for a venue to respond to you, waiting for the goodies to arrive, waiting for manufacturers to actually get back to you. Like a lot of it does require a lot of waiting. Um, And, you know, you can apply that to any type of any part of the process as well, just to keep yourself grounded and not lose your head over things, even though we, we still do, but <laughs> you know, no, not in that way. We still keep, we, there's a reason why we still keep doing these things is that, you know, we haven't gotten to that point. And I don't think with the, with the way things are going and the passion that I see in everyone here's eyes, I don't see that happening. And if it does, that's okay. Like take, take a break, but make sure to communicate with your group first before, you know, before anything. Yeah. I'm
4: trying to make this my career, baby. Oh baby, I'm like known as like the BTS girl at my job because I'm a deadly analyst for like work but I'm the BTS girl because my desk is just like covered in BTS <laughs> and my team that has like gotten to know me and stuff they like know what I do outside of work so even more so now they're like miss girl what are you doing here your talents and your passions are being wasted like go do like stuff like this and I'm like I'm trying I promise I'm trying <laughs>
2: I love that your coworkers are so supportive. Honestly, we should also have like a professional army panel because often we hear from like our friends or friends of friends that they have stuff up at their cubicle and people are like, what's that?" You know, yeah. so it's cool that like your coworkers are supportive. They're like, um, is that your boyfriend? And they see like seven <laughs> others. <laughs> Bro, I wish, like I wish, sure. Yeah, my coworker,
4: my coworker, when, when they went on hiatus, she like went, uh, went like on the side and she was just like, do you, do you need to take a personal day like I know this must be like really difficult for you like if you need to take some time off like you can I was just like it's they're they're not they're not going anywhere they're just pursuing their individual stuff they're still here okay and she was like okay like whatever you need they're like
0: <laughs> no
6: same my manager goes are you okay and I go, what's going yeah. on yeah and she goes I heard on the news that BTS broke up and I, I like, know first, she said of the all, first of all they did not break up so I don't need this <laughs> Fake news spreading around this office. She was like, "How are but, you yeah, taking it?" And I was like,
4: yeah. "Taking what?"
6: <laughs> yeah, everyone was checking on me periodically during the day, and I'm like, "I'm fine, I swear." Like, let's, let's just not talk about it. And I'm feeling
2: really emotional. Um, yeah, you're saying you're fine, but your eyes are like streaming tears or something. So <laughs> am I ever
3: fine? <laughs> the more you
4: ask me if I'm okay, the more
3: I will not, not be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been
6: fine since 2013. <laughs>
1: the way i had to restrain myself in emails of people emailing me about that situation i'm like please
2: just leave me alone right now (laughs) i don't want to talk about it
3: (laughs) we're relating too hard
2: today (laughs) the universal army experience Mm of like what june june (laughs) 13th 2022 whatever day the dinner came out I don't know oh
5: my goodness it was just me all day at work trying not to cry in front of my kids right and then me driving to the Walgreens parking lot to finish watching the video and ball like literally bawling my eyes out like like and I'm just like I probably look crazy people are like what is happening to that girl you know but it's part it was part of the process you know and you know yeah, yeah but um, it, was, it was hard
2: as you said have grace with yourself but I don't Correct. know if crying in the Walgreens parking lot was on the 2022 bingo
4: <laughs> if anyone asked my seven boyfriends asked me to take a break oh my god
3: I think That's I took PTO that day to be honest I'm pretty sure I took the whole day I was just like I can't do this I'm putting in my PTO you expect <laughs> me to work on a day like this
4: I don't yeah. know about that I was working from home, but I was just like, if anyone needs me, no, you don't. don't.
5: (laughs) You don't. Whatever you need is not important. (laughs) And it was like for me, I was watching the video or the dinner on the way to work, but I couldn't finish it because, you know, I had to teach. And then all I'm getting like texts from all of my friends and like, oh my gosh, like I can't, I'm crying. Like, I can't believe. June said that. And I'm like, what's going on? I don't understand. Right. So people are like PTSD going on hiatus. And I'm just like, they are trying not to have a heart attack right while I'm teaching my kids. So I was like, don't cry, Katie. Don't cry, Katie. Don't <laughs> cry, Katie. Keep it together. And then, you know, go to the Walgreens parking lot and just let it off. <laughs> and I, I still remember this vividly as I'm driving out of school, I put on Spotify and of all songs, zero o'clock starts playing. Ugh, and I just start I'll bawling, bawling my eyes.
2: <laughs> My like song. oh my gosh that's so mean yeah spotify <laughs> like, like,
5: seriously like like way to way to hit the neck a little bit more like
3: seriously no, okay. i think it would have been Always. worse if it was life goes on girl like i think it would have been way worse if it
5: was
6: <laughs> no spotify was evil that day every yeah. sad song came on and i'm like what's happening <laughs> like do you guys know something like can
2: yeah. you leave me alone sounds like a an setup. army yeah there's an army at spotify by this
3: like tweaking the algorithm or something. yeah they're literally like they don't know what's coming for them all just <laughs> born together. the algorithm said
4: I know exactly what you want right now <laughs> I didn't
3: want that but thanks
1: like <laughs> all right gotta we s-
3: crying. not the tangent <laughs>
1: <laughs> gotta squeeze in some BTS questions here I know we're coming up on time so we have to ask these pressing questions do you have Absolutely. a favorite BTS track
3: I would show my tattoo, but it's under my shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mine has been Moving On or Isa. That's been my favorite song since 2015 because it's just it's just been there for me forever. So and I have it tattooed right here, but I I won't show that right now.
4: anyone who, who knows me i'll go <laughs> oh, go <laughs> anyone who knows me knows that zero o'clock is my song um for many reasons it's like my comfort song but also because i was born at zero o'clock oh that's cute
6: it wrote, that
5: yeah.
0: wrote that song for you <laughs> yeah
6: because everything was fine once you were born exactly. <laughs> boom i right. blessed that the world weird. with your
5: presence mm-hmm. <laughs> everything was fine i said hello
4: <laughs> it's actually on my pop socket if you can see it. Okay, yeah. That's so cute. It's my favorite thing in the world. Everyone's like, it's such a fat pop socket. No one cares how over. love her. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's fat for a reason. <laughs> it symbolizes my love.
4: <laughs> fat with these tears for BTS. Mm-hmm. Is this um, this is
3: such my a favorite tough question
6: Oh, go ahead, Janelle. Go ahead. Um, other than Zero o'clock my ultimate favorite song has to be Spring Day. Um, <laughs> um. I don't know I just that song just like the lyrics of that song are just so deep and it just it's like one of those other songs that they have that kind of reminds you that even though things are tough like things will eventually get better
0: mm-hmm. and I
6: think like that's something that BTS like that's always their message is like you know things can suck right now but there's always that silver lining or like the light at the end of the tunnel will eventually get closer and closer and you will arrive there. So I think that's why that's my favorite song and my tattoo um, that I have is a mixture of Love Yourself and Spring Day because it has like the cherry blossoms, but then it says Love Yourself on it because I think
1: BTS is a really big advocate of
6: mental health awareness and I am a very big advocate of mental health awareness just because it's a very personal thing that I relate to. So I think that's why Spring Day and, like, all their, like, really meaningful songs about talking about positivity coming in and, like, even though things are sad and all that stuff, sure, I'll cry about it and (laughs) listen to it and just full-blown sob all by myself in my room just thinking about, like, how great the message is. But I think that's why, like, just loving BTS and, like, Spring Day, the song just really hit really hard for me.
5: So actually, Spring Day is also my favorite song. So um, Janela and I are Yun Min, she's the Jim into my Yungi, right? Um, and the fact that they have a part together, right, works out nicely. Um, but yeah, I think similar to Janela, um, you know, as much as I love BTS thirst Trap songs, like Blood, Sweat, Tears, love that song, right. And, you know, like the unit songs, I think, like, you know, there are a lot of BTS songs that I really enjoy, but I think Spring Day has always been my favorite. Um, It's such a queen of a song. (laughs) It's so (laughs) slay. (laughs) Never get sick of it. It's like a no-skiff song, but I think um, for me, it's definitely been a song of hope and comfort. I think um, the reason why BTS is so special to me is because their music and just who they are as people have really helped me through some very difficult times right of course going through a pandemic but um you know in my personal struggles as well and I think like Janela said just just that message of hope and you know things will be better right and that there is light at the end of the tunnel um I think definitely resonates very deeply with me and um it reminds me to to not lose hope and to keep moving forward and to keep going um but yeah I absolutely love spring day um I don't have a tattoo, any tattoos yet, but I probably will have many BTS tattoos. It's a matter of figuring out what Uh I want first, Uh (laughs) Um, but I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that I'm going to get one dedicated to spring day, but um, I just love that song. And I had a chance to go see BTS in LA and that was my first time seeing them. And um, when I heard them perform spring day, like I, just like couldn't control my emotions and I was just like bawling because I don't know it was just really special to hear a song that means so much to me be performed live right and um just to share that moment like with BTS and just to be in that space right with other armies too was really special so a lot I have a lot of favorites but spring day takes number one for me (laughs) For me, uh, yes,
7: all of the above. Of course, spring day, that's the legend for sure. Uh, zero o'clock because I'm someone who needs to be in control of everything at like, all times. I'm like very organized. And when something gets torn my way, I have to take a step back to be able to deal with it. And zero o'clock helps me calm down and just put in perspective, like, you know what? It's going to be okay. You know, it's what we said at midnight and it'd be okay. So. But uh, yeah, it's it's so difficult to find like the favorite song because they have such an expensive discography and such powerful messages. Uh, so I'm going to be different, and I'm going to say my drop actually uh, because that's actually the song that got me interested in BTS. From time to time before, I lis- I listened to K-pop here and there just to see what it was all about. I was never interested really and it i was not that much in touch with my asian culture either um it just was never a thing so hearing my job and it just like completely i was my completely mind blown and that's what got me more interested in bts and looking more into it and falling down that rabbit hole so my job for me
2: What a good way to end your answer also. Mic drop for me. Like, I've said what I need to say. (laughs) Mic drop. (laughs) Yeah, Mic drop. Um, yeah, I mean, I was sitting here thinking while everyone was giving their answers, like, that's a great answer. And that's also a great answer, you know. (laughs) So trying to choose your favorite song is like, pretty much impossible. I know that. Um, I think we heard a few people hint um, at this, but when did everyone get into BTS? I know there's like a common saying that you find BTS when you need to. So this is not meant to cast any mm-hmm. any judgment or rankings, but just curious kind of what people's journey to BTS was. Ooh, what a journey.
3: <laughs> what a, what journey a journey it was. It has no, seriously, we've <laughs> come a long way. Seriously. Um, so I'm a debut army um i was actually into um exo and block b and one direction if we want to get real micro with it um Mm. i (laughs) the pipeline no seriously it's a pipeline and it is so real i'm writing a dissertation on that too but um anyway yeah i was a debut army um in 2013 and yeah i was the like stereotypical like koreaboo with like the 93 suga jersey and would wear it to the grocery store girl like a little embarrassing but um yeah I've been around for for quite a bit and I'm I'm still here
4: (laughs) I want to say I'm a pre-debut army only because I've always been into k-pop I guess since like middle school so I started with like Super Junior and like DBSK like those were my OG groups and so I was like sort of around to see like oh like who else is new who else is coming out because I was always looking for like new groups and new music to get into and I remember first getting into like K-pop and everyone of course being like why would you even listen to that you don't even understand it but then that was like I was like okay just you watch (laughs) and then (laughs) I actually taught myself Korean and then I minored in it later and then it was just like such a big like test for me later to go like study abroad there in like 2017 and be like let me test out all the Korean I've been teaching myself since like freshman year of high school so yeah and I'm still here here we are (laughs) still standing BTS and three million other groups.
0: Uh, I'm also 2013 ARMY, um, you know, that
6: closet ARMY that was banging on the door to get out because none of my friends at the time were into K-pop at all, but I've been listening to K-pop for a long time now, actually, even before BTS. I think the first group I really got into was probably like Big Bang and like 2PM. Yes! 2- yes. <laughs> like, when they, like when there was a concert here, I went with my friends in high school, and my mom was like, why are you watching these people? You don't even know what they're saying. And I'm just like, I don't care. I like their music. So I'm gonna show up anyway. Um, but I can definitely say concerts have come a long way since then. No one dressed mm, up for concerts back no, then. Yeah. You just showed up in jeans and a regular t-shirt. Now we're buying full blown outfits.
3: I was just saying I should out. just show I, I was saying that I should just show up in a 93 Shuga um shirt just as like a joke. just to like go back to your roots yeah go back to my (laughs) roots i gotta go back to my origins yeah never forget who you are Mm -mm. yeah
5: Yeah, so for me i think i mentioned it earlier but i started standing bts april of 2020 so when the pandemic hit um i also grew up listening to k-pop um And I heard about BTS, but I, you know, never really ventured deep into their music or watched their music videos or anything. So um, I was on YouTube one day and Carpool Karaoke came up as a recommended video. And I'm like, okay, like, let me watch this. Right. And I thought it was absolutely hilarious. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, I love their personalities. And lo and behold, I go, I just want to learn their names. Or I just want to know their names. And we all know, right. That once you say that, it's game over. You're done. You're, you're in it for life. Right. Um, so, you know, I am watching music video after music video. I'm like listening to their songs and then it just goes from there. Um, I remember Run BTS was like, I binge watched it during the pandemic. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, BTS definitely helped keep my sanity during the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> and and collecting, which uh, I did not expect to, to get into, but um, we can talk about that another time. Slay, <laughs> like, that's a whole another whole another conversation to to have.
7: <laughs> For me, I've been an army since two thousand eighteen. Um, I was going through a really tough time in my life. And it's truly like that whole like, oh, you find BTS when you need it the most. And it actually was true for me. Um, It was really rough at work and I was extremely burnt out and stressed. I work in healthcare. I have a very serious job. And um, so they really gave me that outlet to just, I don't know, to think of something else and just relax and uh, take a step back and evaluate things and that, you know, it's not a big deal. It's going to be okay, you know? So that, really got me into them and yes i binge watched everything that i could find online um and yeah like i said earlier like i was never into k-pop to be honest and the jokes on me because then i fell so hard into them um uh, but yeah they definitely gave part me so so much just like to all of you guys uh, but yeah since 2018 for me
2: I love it we have like such a mixture of eras and like times but it's still like all similar we're here, like let me just google this really quick like, <laughs> you're done immediately No, you're it done. it all
3: starts with research
1: <laughs> does everyone have time for one more question or should yeah. we yeah
5: yeah, yeah. Like I All said, right. I could talk about BTS for hours. For sure. Yeah, I mean, we're <laughs> like, it's already
3: been two hours. It feels like 20 minutes.
5: Oh, yeah. Isn't
2: it? Every time I'm like, how did this happen? <laughs> so at least Kalea set the expectations early. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All Otherwise right.
2: is when army time. Ooh, ooh, yes.
1: Final question. If you could spend a day with BTS, what would you do? And please keep it PG-13. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh uh, yeah hold on let me mute myself real quick oh, <laughs> my <gosh. laughs> oh no let me think wholesome
2: answer you shouldn't have to think about your wholesome answer you should have already thought about it. No.
3: um i'm gonna go guys i oh, don't know, I- I'm, gonna know. I'm kidding, yeah, kidding. See ya. i'm logging out now thanks <laughs> for inviting me see ya. <laughs> well personally for me actually i do have a wholesome answer don't worry um I've been really getting, um, really interested in music composition and production lately. Um, and I've actually, I I wouldn't want to like record a song with them because I'd be way too intimidated and I would probably like throw up, but, um, I would really love to sit by Yoongi preferably and, um, just see just like the process of their production and just see, um, what it's like just to be behind the booth. Uh, I mean, I, they've shown it, they've shown it a a a couple of times in their vlogs and their Bunka TV um, videos and stuff like that, but just being able to just see it with my own two eyes and see what it's actually like to work with them as maybe another artist or another producer, um, I think would be so, so, so cool. And I want to see what I can learn from them um, just based on their experience and having this phenomenon basically surround them. I really want to know what that's like. I think that, um, I mean... I don't want to like traumatize them or anything, but I just really want to know, um, all there is to just being BTS and just, it's become such a concept I feel because no one can emulate what they have become and what they are now. Um, so I just want to know like just their complete true feelings about it. Um, and yeah, hopefully like produce a little song song with them.
0: Good answer. I like that one. Thank you. <laughs> There's no bad answer, but I just like that one.
4: <laughs> I can hear the gears and everyone's
5: turning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the thought of just spending a day with BTS is already overwhelming and it's itself. Like... But it's just like, oh my gosh, <laughs> what do I say? What do I do? Um, I think for me... Um, so I am a big fan of in the soup. I love in the soup. Um, and I love being outdoors. So I think just spending a day like with them at the in the soup house and, um, being able to just spend that downtime. I think, you know, we see BTS, right. As these big artists and, you know, we, um, enjoy their music and stuff, but I would love to get to know them more as people, right. Kind of um, understanding and hearing about the things that they think about, right. The things that they enjoy and, um, being able to see that side of them, I think would be really cool. And, um, you know, and, and not so much being like, like, I'm a huge fan, right. Like sign all this stuff for me, but like, Hey, like from person to person, like, how are you? Right. Like, what are the things that bring you joy? Like, what is a book that you've read recently that, you know, You want to talk about just I think engaging in conversation is what I would love to do with BTS right with all the members just to kind of hear um, again more about their lives. Um, I think naturally I am intrigued by people and just what they're thinking right and um, that kind of thing right so. People like June, especially. I think um, I'm just very intrigued by the by his depth, right? And just kind of wanting to pick at his brain a little bit more. So, just wanting to have a, have wanting to have the time to um, spend a day with BTS just as like people, right? And and not so much as like artists. I think would be really cool. Um, and I just love nature, right? And and I love being like in that kind of space, right near like the mountains or by the water. And I think it'd just be really fun to like, you know, like cook with them or like put off fireworks, you know, or, you know, canoe with them, you know, like those types of things. I think just being able to, um, again, see what types of things they they enjoy and kind of getting to know them better as people would be really cool.
2: I told Kalea, oh,
7: sorry. (laughs) I just,
2: I told Kalea last time, like, I wish there was an army... XBTS bts in the soup I mean the logistics of that would be a nightmare right for the ARMY involved like it would not be a fun time but like in some better hypothetical world I love the idea of just like having ARMY hang out with them in the soup so anyway
4: (laughs) what I would want I think is like along the lines of those mostly because I feel like I'm very fascinated by like the on-camera off-camera personality so I would want to like hang out with them to see like how they like really are like just being themselves and like I think more so interested to see like how I would get along with them I'm like would my bias still be my bias like would I would you still be like my favorite person like out of the group or is there someone that I would like you know get along with like way better like when you are like showing me your like true like unfiltered self and like you see all these like oh like this is their MBTI like you you're compatible with this type of MBTI it would be a disaster if you were like trying to get along with this MBTI so I would want to delve into that and I guess like genuinely just like get to know them as like friends or just like people just like Katie was saying so that would be how I would spend my day with them.
0: It could be your like step up
1: boyfriend moment though, like oh my gosh, (laughs) (laughs)
0: streets
1: (laughs) turn it into like a rom com. (laughs) I would watch it.
3: Um, I I I watch step up. Watch it in a heartbeat. The TS and BTS stands for the streets. (laughs) Hmm? Bring the streets. (laughs) Bring the street. Oh my god! Next movie. (laughs) Next movie is just a. Yeah, this is a step-up movie. In the streets or back to the streets.
1: Sometimes I swear Hive is listening. So if you just hear that as like the next title for the documentary, do not be surprised. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's right there.
2: <laughs> just know that your idea contributed to our next product that we will have to pay for.
4: <laughs> we're just gonna go ahead and copyright that real fast. Yeah. Can you hear me?
3: I'm waiting. Honestly. I'm, I'm waiting. waiting. I check the careers page all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> no, never. Got it. Okay. pipe dream.
2: You gotta get married first. They won't hire you unless you're married. <laughs> Just buy yourself the nicest ring possible and be like, I definitely am married. Like, Show me the <laughs> paper. Questions
5: here. <laughs> well, I'm hiding my "marry me" Yungyi sign. <laughs> oh wait, so all of you guys are out of it because like, I'm married, so I'm eligible. <laughs> oh,
2: Cecilia is the
7: only one.
3: Got it. Yeah.
7: <laughs> I think Cecilia was the
1: last as well. Um,
7: um, yes, of course. You know, like we all want those settings with uh to be able to get to know them better and all that. Um, I. Think for me i would like to take them to paris uh to show them non-touristic uh locations uh, places that we enjoy as parisians because that's my hometown um i know some of them enjoy paris so i definitely would be the tour guide anytime they want
2: (laughs) were you losing your mind when tay was in paris recently i mean i was like oh my gosh
7: like Ooh, yes, that was pretty amazing. But I actually enjoy so much seeing like the Louvre. Um, when uh, June went, uh, when yes. went. I was like, oh my god, Uh, or like one of my childhood friends, she sent me a picture of um the Jimin's uh, uh, painting. You know it's just a temporary exhibit but she sent me the picture of it so I don't know each time that they see like they go to some of the spots I mean some of them I recognize some I don't uh, but it's always exciting I'm like that's home I'll go there with
2: them anyway sorry I'm crazy Mm. (laughs) doesn't sound remotely crazy to me at all it sounds fantastic (laughs) thank you for thank you for the validation you You really needed it but no (laughs) Mm. i like all these ideas <laughs> Hive, take some notes yeah let's make it happen i don't know
3: <laughs> it sounds like manifestations to me yep mm-hmm.
4: but have you heard about the dmv
2: <laughs> have you have you they had when to. they were here <laughs> when namjoon was like touring around i was like <gasps> screaming i don't know i was like why am i not there this is a crime. Like I was very upset.
3: <laughs> Georgetown. I was like, yeah, of course you would be in
4: Georgetown. <laughs> <laughs> of course. What's yeah. funny is my friends were trying to go. <laughs> What's funny is my friends were trying to go to the top golf that they were at. And they were like, oh, we like can't get in for so, like whatever reason. I was like, I know why we can't get in.
2: <laughs> for whatever reason. Yeah. I know
4: what whatever reason is. My boys are in there. <laughs>
0: God. Could have been happier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's
4: not very, and you're going to be happy as you. Wow.
2: <laughs> so I guess it's time, sadly, for our wrap up and goodbyes. I guess um, any final thoughts, comments, upcoming events you want to shout out or hype up? go for
7: it um I'll go first so I would say like I I'm happy that we all collectively have got to this goal of creating cup sleeve event I know cup sleeve event for other armies just like we saw in South Korea I know um because for me I always wanted that I wanted armies to be able to go from one event to another and to another so I'm so glad that we do have that in the DND with spring day and well maybe spring day pretty spring day and us so uh so i'm happy of that and i hope it does continue i know it can be challenging but um yeah let's keep on doing this for the love of bts right
3: let's keep going together yeah i agree i um i'm super happy that um we've been able to connect this way, just from something that's just so unique um, to the DMV. And um, I just wanted to say that there's a lot, um, I feel like there's kind of a revolution going on with cup sleeve events, not just for BTS, but for other K-pop groups, which is so great for us multis out there. Um, So shout out to DMV carrots, shout out to DMV MOA events, shout out to, I just saw that a stray kids event group just popped up on Twitter and god i'm so excited about that because mm-hmm. i i love stray kids um you know it's you know i, I don't want to say that we've inspired any of this to happen but it's, it's just really great to see people see the value in these um events and wanting to have just the same kind of experience that we do for um, making these events so i'm really happy that i'm seeing all of these end to end of those um cup sleep event groups that are listening um Have so much fun, Um, enjoy your time um, doing these events. And I can't wait to go to your events, honestly, because I've been wanting for more (laughs) K-pop events to happen around the DMV. So I think the future of the DMV, I think that we're really putting that on the map for K-pop groups and who knows where that can go. Um, And so as for upcoming events, um, at least for spring day, we do have a flash tattoo event that's on September. 24, yeah, 24th. Yeah, 24th and 25th. <laughs> 24th through 25th. I think we have one more spot left if you're looking to get hashtag tatted um, by one of our lovely artists. And uh, also our Nam event is on October 8th through the 9th, um, which is coming up. The RSVP is live and you can pre-order your goodie bags now. Um, as for other events, we like to keep them a secret until um, they're ready to be announced. But we do have a good calendar year of events coming up. So stay tuned
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah any, any other
3: thoughts any more
5: goodbye yeah we we do have a long list of other events um for the future as well um We are going to be offering some non sleeve events too. So definitely um, stay updated, you know, check our Instagram or Twitter at DMVBTS events. Um, You know, we're we're in the works of um, setting things up with different venues. So um, yeah, we're super excited for um, the events that are to come. But yes, definitely stay tuned for announcements.
2: more details yet to come but we will Ah, um happily keep an eye on your on your both of your accounts right um I just want to say thank you guys for taking the time I know everyone works as you mentioned everyone's busy planning um but we're really grateful that you guys took the time to join us and I learned so much today I had like I don't know I'm like scared of cup sleeve events not going to them (laughs) but there's so much that goes into them and now I know even more right so i will be that much more special the next one I go to. Aww, thank you so much for having us and for offering the opportunity. This was,
3: I'm sure this was really exciting for both of us to um, hear about. So yeah, thank you guys for what you do for, um, you know, making this podcast and keeping things entertaining for us as well. So <laughs> you, you guys are so funny. I was listening to your episodes yeah. the other day and with your theories, I was just like, you got it on the dot girl so, <laughs> I was yeah I was super excited for this so thank you so much um just for the invitation and for letting us talk about this because I feel like we've always wanted to do just to share our knowledge and share our experience with doing this so it's a great opportunity yes just in you. case people thought
5: it was easy to do a cup sleeve event oh, <laughs> oh, not easy. Oh, it's oh, not oh, for the oh. week it's not <laughs> for the faint of heart <laughs> Maybe maybe at one of our next events we can have like a balloon garland challenge for. <gasps> oh. I'll <laughs> we'll be like okay, oh, all right. We have more respect for you guys. That's oh ad- my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah.
3: it's a race too. <laughs> well,
4: DIY decoration event. It's a relay. It's a relay race you, may- you make the event that you want to be at.
3: Oh yeah, it's just called being an admin. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy, right? Oh, Crazy, yeah.
2: a high endurance event.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a run. It's running man, but cups. Please <laughs> yeah. yeah. let us
4: know if you have any pre-existing conditions. <laughs>
1: yeah, on behalf of Army, thank you guys for all that you do. Um, I feel like we probably only got a glimpse of all the hard work that you guys put into these events. So thank you for, you know, dedicating your time to put on these amazing events for us, right? Like I'm from Tampa, Florida. I don't think we've had anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> anything like this, I should say. Um I've seen a few things like out in like Orlando or whatever, but I still feel like it's not really jumping like that, but here it's like one of the reasons why I don't want to move home because they're so <laughs> so many like bts events going on and you guys are a part of that um so thank you for making the magic happen and you know like you were saying earlier providing a safe space for army to be able to meet new army or just hang out with their army friends and just enjoy bts um so yeah thank you thank you
0: yay
1: (laughs) 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 all right. Well, that'll do it for today's episode of Girls with Fun and we will see you next week. Thank Bye. you. <laughs> Thank Bye. you. Bye. Thank you.
0: Bye.